Okay, so we've literally just finished recording our um our current episodes um of the expansion pod and we had a really good conversation about the negotiations between Spotify and Joe Budden. But that conversation was based upon the rumors that were circulating. Um, however, Joe Budden has confirmed as of today, breaking news on his podcast that his podcast is indeed leaving Spotify. (laughs) And, well, he he just said that it will not, as of, I think, September, mid-September, when the contract is up, he just said it will not be available. He doesn't know where it will be available, but it won't be available on Spotify. Oh, wow. Which is, which is, um, I think, reading between the lines shows that beef. the negotiation broke down this beef. This <laughs> <It's> so beef. <laughs> Full on beef. No. So, yeah. Um, so we are just putting I this out did... there because yeah, we yeah. recorded the whole episode and we spoke about it and so we just wanted you to know that we didn't know at the time. And I and I do think also, Stab, that we need to probably take a bit of a deeper dive into this conversation because he's... Um, He's not holding back. He's letting it out. He's talking about that he turned down a deal with Tidal prior to the Spotify deal. He's talking about the reason why he went with Spotify was that he wanted to understand his audience size. Um, and by do- going to like a single platform that was there to help help them. And he also talks about the fact that podcasts are um, literally holding um, consumers inside the Spotify app longer than music can so he's you know he's really putting it out there and also there's a mention of um celebrity podcasts and how that is skewing skewing the market so there's a lot to unpack i think okay well we'll get around to that in the next episode or somewhere down the line then yeah definitely definitely so uh thanks for listening to the episode coming up of the expansion pod i hope you enjoy Hello everybody and welcome to the Expansion Podcast, the podcast about podcasting and all of that good stuff around the podcasting space. I am Stavros Boss and my co-host is Mo, uh, Mo actually on Mo actually UK on Twitter. Yes, I'm glad you got it right this week. Yeah, I think I say it wrong every week, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you can catch me at Stavros Boss. Uh, Mo, how are you doing? I'm okay, how are you? Good, good, good. Great to be back on the scene with you. Good. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you can find us at the Expansion Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email us at theexpansionpod at gmail dot com. And if you're gonna write any comments or queries or whatnot on social media, use the hashtag theexpod. That is T H E E X P O D. Yes, brilliant. Which um, actually leads us on to our like first topic. I like it. It's a good segue. Okay, so that's why you wanted me to do that. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, So our first topic was actually something, a question that was asked to us on our social media. media. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, we have our first question. Amazing. Please do ask us more. And this came from Davida um, of Wonders of Wonder. Um, She actually has been a guest on my podcast. And she asked a question, I'd love to hear your thoughts, tips, et cetera, on pitching um, to be a guest on other podcasts. And I thought, okay, that's actually quite a good question because you have guests on your podcast. I do as well. And I've had, I've had varied experiences. I don't know about you. Um, so I think it would be good to kind of like discuss what are the do's and don'ts of being a guest. What do you think? Yeah, of course. You ask a question, we will answer on your behalf. Okay, brilliant. So I'll start with one of my first do's. Um, if you want to be on a podcast, you should probably listen to the podcast <laughs> and understand the format and content. Because I don't know about you, I've had a couple of people 
approach to be on my podcast and I can tell they've never listened to an episode. How can you tell? I can tell based upon like some of the things that they want to discuss or do. And when I talk about, okay, this is the format and this is how it goes. It's, you can tell they're, they are almost hearing it for the first time. All right. Okay. I see. I see. All right. Yeah. So listening to the podcast is obviously, yeah, it's important. Uh, well, reaching out, it's, it's strange, I guess, because I guess I've, I've reached out to others. Yeah. And I, and I guess, um, so have you uh, reached out to be on other people's podcasts? It's more so to asking people to be on mine. Right. But I, I'm trying to remember a time I've asked to be on somebody's podcast. I don't think I have. Not that I can recall. Unless I knew you already. Ah, okay. So if, if it's like I'm in a dialogue with somebody and then it's like, yeah, w- let me get on your pod, something like that, as opposed to just reaching out to somebody I've never heard before, never never spoken to, but because I like your podcast, I want to be on it. I don't think I've done that before. So I don't know if I'm the best equipped at okay. talking about how to reach out, but I've had enough people reach out to me. Okay. Um, so I guess I-, I can look at it from that side of the table. Yeah. Um, but the thing is with ESN, me, I'm very happy to have anybody on, regardless of your voice, because it's a conversation mm. and I like having conversations with everybody, no matter where you're from, what you look like, what your gender is. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to have that conversation. Yeah. So as so for me, it's almost like the minute you say, "Can I come on?" The answer is yes. Unless you're rude about asking, then I'm just cool with it. Okay. So it's very easy with me. I guess I'm um, I'm a bit loose on the SM podcast. Okay. Maybe use another word rather than loose. <laughs> I picked that word specifically. <laughs> So, uh, well, just, right, just this week I had somebody reach out to us uh, via email, Marvel Podcast, and um, they asked basically, what was it? It was quite cute at the end. They said, oh, and what are the rules about coming on? Like how, how with a smiley face at the end. Mm. So obviously they were asking without asking. And I thought that was, that was funny. It's a, it's a nice, polite way of, of saying, oh, is, it, is there any chance of me coming on? I think that's potentially a way if you don't mind somebody being ignored. Yeah. Because it could, it could happen that the person just ignores you after that. Yeah. Well, I think for me, it's a slightly different um, thing because my podcast, as it stands, relies on guests. And my guests are not, I suppose there's a difference between being a guest and a guest co-host. So when I'm getting people on, it is more kind of a, a collaboration whereas you guys are a collective already and then you're getting someone to join the conversation. So I've actually had some really good ways people have approached me. So first of all, they've talked a little bit about themselves and what they want to discuss. Um, as I said, they've listened to previous episodes. Um, some have even come with like, okay, these are the kind of topics I want to talk about. Um, and the approach, like you said, can be via email or social media. But I would say, just going back to her original question, I think the same as you always ask because I don't think there's been really anyone that I'm like absolutely never know I think I've 99% of the time I'm like yes like let's work out how to get you on the podcast and where it hasn't worked out it's just more to do with like time and scheduling um not because I don't want the person to be on so yeah. yeah so yeah don't be afraid to like you know to ask the question but yeah I think do a little bit of research look at what their podcast is, the person's podcast is about. And then, you know, it's always nice to come with a, I don't know, as if it's like a collaboration rather than just being like a passive guest. Mm. I think the big thing is definitely to ask because I know mm. there's there's people that have wanted to come on our podcast and they haven't asked. And then later on you find out and it's like, I always wanted to do this or I, I, and I felt shy or I didn't want to, or I dropped hints. So maybe I guess this is going completely against what I said earlier on where they dropped the hints and we didn't catch the hint. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so why don't you just tell us? It's like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. So I, like I said, with us, it's, it's not a problem. You can ask and you probably find your way on at some point. Yeah. There are going to be obviously tons of podcasts out there where it's if you don't fit, they don't need guests or they don't want guests yeah. or yeah. So you you will get rejected, but it's just about asking and just seeing how it goes because otherwise you're going to be sitting in your bum. So it's, I, I would say if they, if they'd have a person to do emails at the end of a podcast or at the beginning to let you know their email, to send an email. If not, if they're on social media, just send a DM. 
Yeah. And do it that way. I mean, I've asked people, can you follow me so I can send you a message via um, social media as well that way? Because sometimes your DMs are not open. Yes, that is true. Mine are not open. (laughs) But yeah, and also I might as well put it out there. If you want to be a guest on the expansion pod, just reach out, message us. If you're another podcaster that's, you know, you think you have something to add to the conversation, come and talk to us. We'd love to have you. Yes. At the expansion pod. Yes. And gmail.com as well. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, over to you, Stav. Oh, okay. I really didn't like that. Okay. um, (laughs) Okay. I wanted to, to look at this thing here. A podcast from New York and it's about politics. And this podcast is now moving to radio. And I don't recall, I'm not saying it's never happened before. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I'm studying podcast news a lot more now because of this podcast, but I never recall hearing a podcast that started off as a podcast and then actually moved to terrestrial or digital radio, which is now what they're doing. They're going to be a weekly show on WNYC studios. Right. Okay. So, so it's, a, it's a New York public radio. And um, I'm thinking uh, rather than delve too deep into that thing, because they're going to record it live now have guests that can call in mm. like on traditional radio and then they're going to post that as a weekly show. I don't know if they, they said they haven't decided whether they're going to add an extra episode now or whatnot, but that live show is definitely going to be recorded and posted as a podcast. Right. What do you think? Do you think this is going to be a, a trend? Like, do you think this is something that's going to happen more often or uh, do you even think it's right? Is it sound a bit icky to you or, or, or like backwards? <laughs> um, I don't, I, I'm trying to think. I think that it has happened before because I think about, um, I don't know if it's the same thing, like the Receipts podcast and Free Shots. And I want to say um, Cut the Chat have done collaborations with BBC Radio. Yeah, but those are podcasts as well. So. Those are podcasts. They're yeah. limited. They're limited. So, yeah. Um, so, th- those podcasts that Mo just mentioned, uh, the BBC's reached out, and this is what they do constantly. They're always revolving. They yeah. reach out to, to different podcasters, it seems. They give them a six or seven, six or seven episodes run, series run, and they add that to BBC Sounds. But as far as I'm concerned, they're podcasts because they're not going live to radio. It's not even a digital radio thing. It is, you must go to the app. Download the ah, app. Okay, because I thought them. some of them were live. Okay, maybe that was my confusion there. Um, not to my understanding. Maybe I'm wrong, but from my understanding, they're, they're not live. They're recorded yeah. as podcasts and they're added to the BBC Sounds app. But yeah, I think this is a really good idea. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I do. And I think I think it just shows like the growth in the podcast industry. Um mm. it's probably a bit worrying, say if you are if you work in radio, because I don't know. Um, maybe podcasts are like you now infringing on the radio space but I think it's really good and it just shows that people are like you know more and more people are listening to podcasts so it makes sense to have another platform to share the content I, I just find it really interesting mm. because it and not no disrespect to radio but it almost seemed like a backward step oh do you like, do you think so I, I don't and I and I do because obviously to have a radio show on, I guess, like like I said, this is WNYC. I don't know how big big the radio station is, but if it's a massive station, you have your your listenership that's there, bang already. You don't need to try and garnish it or get get you know get all these new listeners. They're there, and if you have a weekly s- slot, you might be listening before to the show before and just let it roll over and then continue. And now you find a new audience that oh they like this, cool, mm. no problem. But Obviously, with podcasting, you're going to you potentially you go to the world. You can go to everyone, yeah. and if you're big enough for somebody to say, "Oh, come to join me," then it's almost like, "Well, why would I join you?" Uh, outside of obviously money, but I'm big enough for you to ask. Otherwise, chances are you wouldn't ask in the first place. Yeah, but I, I suppose I see it from a different angle. I see it as because I I think about the days when I used to listen to um I don't really listen to radio that much but I'd listen to um Kiss FM um mm. and I'd listen to their morning show but I'd listen through the app so I could listen on demand so I almost kind of like see podcasts as radio shows but on uh, demand so yeah. all you're doing really is this now on demand content you can listen to it live and then later on, it's available like on demand as per usual. So 
it I think it makes sense the the merge of like the two like industries it'll be interesting to see if other radio stations approach podcasters to do like live shows because it does put a slightly different slant on your recording because it's a live show because mm. um, you know maybe not yourself but you know me I like to do a bit of an edit so you can't really do that where it's you know where it's a live show and you're just recording yeah, well, I think any any broadcaster can work their way to radio they, obviously the two are mm. so interlinked and they overlap so much even yourself like you said if you like to edit you would just figure it out that yeah. well, I can't edit now so, so that's, that. <laughs> that's it I said yeah. it <laughs> exactly and then it, whether it takes a few weeks or because I guess there'll be some sort of training as well whether it's on the job training or just actually on the show training where it's like oh, okay these are things I cannot do anymore or these are mistakes that you make that you kind of flesh it out and you just deal with it on as it as you go it, it, it is interesting I just I just it, I don't know if it's it's it's, it's a you big don't move. sound like you're comfortable with it I don't know no 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 because like yeah. I said the two overlap okay. it's just it's just interesting it's yeah. just it's not something I would have seen because I see so many uh, radio personalities or tv hosts or sports hosts make podcasts I see so many people migrating from that side to this side yeah it's the first time I'm hearing of somebody coming from this side going to that side yeah I get what you so, mean. so maybe it's just because it's new and then like you said maybe it's going to be something that goes f- carries on going forward because obviously there are with the millions of podcasts out there even if you just pick 0.01 percent of those podcasts where you have exceptional voices and those people are exceptional on the mic they are Hmm. wonderful at saying a story their voice sounds good they are coherent they're good at um, giving interviews yes this is all you mo (laughs) and um yeah somebody can reach out and be like uh, somebody on a radio show can be like i I listen to this pod or I've heard this person. They sound great. They, they're well equipped. You know, they need to be on radio. I want them on radio. Regardless of what their listenership is. Maybe maybe the listenership isn't big. But yeah. I, see a, I see something in that person. They're funny. They're witty. Come onto my radio show or my radio station and you're going to enhance my products over this side. Do you think there's going to be a bit of a pushback from like the radio community as I was saying of like, podcasters you know coming in and taking our jobs and all of that kind of stuff i don't think so no because i think it's going to be the other way around if anything i don't think it's uh, the same way you've discussed uh, celebrities making podcasts now yeah as if you count a radio host as a celebrity as well then they can just do the same thing Hmm. especially if you have a big enough if you're on a big enough platform and you have a big enough listenership already it's like and i have and i have this podcast now very easy so yeah. if you have a if you have a weekly show every, even if you just play music and it's like well now you know i have let's let's stick to just traditional radio weekly show playing pop and every so often you have a, a guest in and whatnot now you've got a rolodex with people that you know managers performers you can branch off on your own and do your own thing and bring in some of these people that you know from the different avenues that you've you found yourself in via traditional radio. And I think we've seen some examples of that. As I said, I like loads. Ace from is he on One Extra? I want to say. I'm um, not sure. I always get the mix up. Yeah, he's got his um, podcast, Cut the Chat Tools on Beat FM, um, which is a Nigerian like radio station. She's got um, her show called Off Air with Bemi and Tools, um, which is a podcast. So yeah, I suppose quite a few people have done it. Even um, yeah. I think of like the guys from um, The Breakfast Club. They're all, I think, I'm sure yeah, Angela yeah. Yee has got her own separate podcast as well. All three of them have their own Oh, podcast. there you go. Yeah. So yeah, which proves the point, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you're carrying over that audience from The Breakfast Club and carrying them over to your personal podcast. Yeah. So I don't think they will have too much of an issue if individual podcasters now start migrating to that space. Because I don't see it happening en masse like it's happening in the other direction. So okay. the odd person breaking through, obviously they'll be exceptional or that team will be exceptional. And um, you ha- just are going to have to give credit where it's due. Okay. So watch this space for the expansion pod on a radio station near you. Yeah. BBC Radio 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we fit there. 
Okay, so I wanted, talking of BBC Radio, actually, I wanted to talk about podcast platforms. And I saw a stat on Twitter that BBC Sounds is the number one podcast platform for listeners in the UK. And I was surprised. So yeah, me too. They've got, um, according to this um, infographic, they have 28% of the market share. Um, then closely followed by Apple Podcasts at um, 26% and Spotify at 24%. And Google Podcasts actually is um, 10%, which is quite high. But yeah, I was surprised. But then I had to think about it and I thought about, you know, the BBC is such a big institution, um, mm. especially BBC Radio. Have they kind of like utilized that legacy, that tradition and been able to convert, you know, BBC like viewers into podcast listeners? What do you think? Of course. Yeah, they've muscled their way in. Definitely. They've used their brute, brute their force. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to a quite a good amount of BBC podcasts, but mm. I listen to it via my traditional podcasting app. But on every single podcast, it's download BBC Sounds, BBC Sounds, BBC Sounds. And then on top of that, what they leverage very, very, very well is advertising other podcasts on their podcast. So um, you're listening to a podcast in the middle, they have an ad for one of their other podcasts, download this on BBC Sounds. Now, for me, I know I'm still going to be able to get it on my traditional podcast app anyways, but for somebody else, they might then decide to now go off and actually get BBC Sounds because that advert sounded good, sounded appealing to them, and they get that app. Also, this is for me, because we are talking to probably heavy podcasters, but there are people that listen to one or two podcasts a month or a week, and those are the casual people. And if they just so happen to hear this on the radio, this is the same advert that I heard on a podcast. They heard it on the radio, download the BBC Sounds app and listen to it via there. Then that's what they do because they don't listen to podcasts in general. Mm. And then they'll, and then the same thing I just said, they'll hear another advert. Oh, this is on the app as well. So they, so what Spotify is trying to do, it seems BBC has done better, but obviously they can leverage the radio to do that. Another thing I think we should also add with BBC Sounds, I've noticed that it's quite heavily um available in like you know the bbc um news website and stuff like that they'll have a link to okay listen to a podcast about this story so mm. bbc they are leveraging themselves as not just a podcast platform but also a network as well so all of that um is behind it as well but i was surprised that so many people use that bbc sounds app because i i've used it i used it to listen to the podcast about I May Destroy You. And for me, it wasn't the easiest app to navigate. I think there are other podcast apps that are much easier and user-friendly. So I was surprised that it was so popular. But then for all the reasons you listed, it does make sense. Yeah, because I was surprised just like you. But like I said, once I realised that I think it's much, much, much more the casual podcaster mm. that is going through that app. And if there are just so many casual listeners that you know that's what bu builds up the numbers yeah i would never would have guessed it i never would have guessed no nor me not me especially like i said i only recently downloaded it so i was just like oh okay oh there's loads of podcasts here but yeah i guess other people have as well um but moving on from that i just also wanted to mention i was on our instagram account um at the expansion pod and i found a new account to follow called um um, podcast um, club and it's a great resource for stats and information about podcasts and one of the things that they were talking about is the fact that most um, people the average podcast listener subscribes to six shows and I was like okay that feels like quite a low number but then I realized people like me and you staff we listen to podcasts ridiculous amounts so that's probably quite normal mm. but that gave me an idea in terms of actually the the pie is actually quite small when you think about it. So you're maybe one in one in six per person. So it to hold that spot, you really have to be consistent, make sure you're available on all the podcast platforms. It kind of just put into perspective like how hard it is to get new listeners. Mm. I think probably those six or let's say five of those six will be, or maybe even four will be something that happens concurrently so every week or mm. every month or even twice a week but a couple of those will just be limited series so um, a true crime thing or 
something about a dis like a, a I don't know what you call a documentary on a podcast. I, I'm sure there's a term. I don't know what it is yet, but like a documentary that the, somebody's podcasted. Audio and then, drama. Um, okay, we'll stick with that. Well, okay. uh, well, for now, yeah, I have no better term. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be that kind of thing. So I reckon if you're looking to have a regular space, so you want to be one of those four, then yeah, it's, it's shrunk down even more. That how many podcast because people do have this finite thing where it's like I do not have space for another podcast. Yes, that is yeah. true. But if you're going to do a podcast about podcasting, and I want to get to podcast, you'll be one of those two that are fit into to the spot. If I have an interest in coronavirus for whatever reason i'm a doctor and, and there's a podcast that's going on about that particularly right now or about the election that's happening right now or about something that's happening right now and there's a limited series then i listen to that that would fill up my winning of those two like spare spaces because i know it's not going to be there forever it's going to be there for 10 weeks or so mm. so i think it splits into two so i think it's yeah if you want to be one of those regular people it's it's hard it's hard but I think for me, it, it kind of highlighted the need for consistency. So if you do have like a weekly or um, fortnightly podcast, that if you decide to not come back for like a few weeks and don't communicate that with your um, audience, how easy it is for them to just unsubscribe and, you know, pick up the next new shiny new podcast that is um, their weekly and consistent. It's almost like neglecting your partner in a relationship and then someone new comes along and attracts them <laughs> right <laughs> yes yes I, I like the way we use relationships to describe podcasts so often in this yeah <laughs> well yeah i think you're absolutely right because i think the number one advice you can give people is consistency with, when it comes to podcasting because just like you said like i'm the type of person where when there's a whatsapp group for let's say a party or a function and then um, you start seeing people leave as soon as it's done. I'm the type of person that I never leave. It's always there. I've got groups that are like 10 years oh, old. Oh, you, you stay. I'm one of those people. So when it comes to subscribing to a podcast, mm. I subscribe and I'll just stay there. If they disappear and they come back six months later, I was like, oh, it's just popped up on my feed. I forgot about you. But most people like are the type of people that, no, they do not want to be in that group. They leave. At the minute yeah. they can leave, they leave. And so, same with subscription. Once it's like, okay, there's a couple of weeks you're not there. I did enjoy you, but you know, you're not there anymore. So unsubscribe and oh, I have a bit more space in my commute to work. To f- I got another 20 minutes and then we find another podcast to fill in that 20 minutes. Yeah. And then you're gone now. You're gone. So when you do come back, if you come back, you're not there anymore. You're not on their radar. Yeah. No. So you're like the loyal husband. And, yes. And I'm, I've got the wandering eye. I get you. <laughs> you said it, not me. You said it, not me. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, Mo, what do you know about counterfeiting? Well, like 419, fake notes, yeah. all yes. that. Yes. Nothing. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Just, you know, a little bit, you know. <laughs> wow. Just open up and let me know. Okay. We'll talk, we'll talk off mic. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Go for it. So we're posting this podcast through Anchor. That was one of our original things that we said, we're going to try a different uh, avenue because we both use our own individual individual avenues to podcast our own individual apps. But uh, I'm going to start again. <laughs> we both we both use our own individual, what did they, what did they call them actually? Um, hosting platforms. Okay, there you go. We both use our own individual hosting platforms to distribute our own individual podcasts. But we decided that we're going to use Anchor, Third Avenue, to see what it's like through the free method because we wanted to try and do everything free with our advice to everybody. So one of the things that you can do with Anchor that we haven't done yet, but you never know, we may get to it, where you can do uh, advertising. Yes. Right. So for I guess it's for every minute you you have a show or for every 10 minutes or whatever it is or for every click, you have uh, some money that can come through. So what's been happening is that people have been using anchor and counterfeit podcasts to fill in space so that they can make money they're making fake podcasts pumping it out there putting it on anchor monetizing it and then finding some way to to promote it so that when you click on it they get some money but there's no real podcast on the other side yeah and so um forgery has now come to podcasts I think you need to highlight the fact that they also use clickbait by um, copying other podcasters' um, titles or 
names of their shows. So for instance, like, is it Serial? That's the one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Yep. Apparently you can just set up a podcast on Anchor called Serial with the same um, artwork. So people, when they're searching through, they just like click on it. They've got a play or a listen. They get their advertising like money, but you've been tricked into listening to something that you thought was something else. Um, I thought that was wild. I, I, I was like, wow, is this what people are doing out here in 2020? It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> We're not condoning this behavior, by the way. <laughs> of, of course no, but like to have that idea to do that is like, wow, you, you can never underestimate what uh, somebody that wants to make some money will do. Yeah. They'll find a way. Uh, so I, I read this article on um, Diggy Day. And it says, over the past couple of weeks, podcast creators have been grumbling that Anchor, which allows anybody to create and distribute podcasts for free, has allowed shady creators to mm. distribute dozens of shows with the same names as popular podcasts, including Serial, Call Her Daddy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to be distributed across the podcast ecosystem. And then, um, yeah, they, they go on to explain how, how it happens, just like how you mentioned. Just copy everything about it. You can even copy the content and post it there. And for you, the listener, will, will not know any different, really, because you could be listening to Serial. On and, it's, this, and it's the fake Serial. A fake Serial. Yeah, not the brand. <laughs> not Kellogg's. <laughs> a fake brand. And, uh, yeah, they're just making money off that. It's like, wow, this is really interesting. Do we need to check if anyone's counterfeited our podcast? I think so, because, you know, we will make so much money. (laughs) (laughs) Top 10. You know what? Can you imagine someone's out there with like a fake, like color out of the box, just making money and I'm making like zero dollars. I would be livid. I would be, uh, find it hilarious, (laughs) but yeah, but I'd have your back on on the other end as well. Yeah. But it's mad, yeah, because, it, it, all right, for instance, I keep saying that I'm not good promotion, but let's say somebody is much better at promotion than me. They mimic up our pod mm. and then find some way to promote that link instead of mine, and they're raking in all the money. It's like, wow, is this life? Yeah. This is interesting. So, yeah, so that that, that is something that I found the most fascinating this week for me. Yeah, definitely. I think it's probably just worth maybe like a search, um, to see if there are any duplicates of your podcast or anyone. I mean, it's always even good to just kind of like see if anyone's got like a similar name to your podcast. I do that. Just have a look, see what else is out there. Like when you type in um, my podcast name, see what else comes up and also see how high in the rankings you come as well. Yes. Oh, speaking of rankings, mm. we didn't mention last week that we we are charting in um, Belgium. Country, Belgium. Belgium yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we are charting in Belgium under the how-to section. I guess we are we are a how-to kind of podcast. So yeah, I think I'm. I'm so congratulations, Mo. Yeah, shout out to all our Belgium listeners. We yeah. appreciate you. Don't ask me how, why Belgium is is there so high, but yeah, there is. We're there, top twenty in Belgium in the how-to section. Can if you are listening in Belgium, can you like at us on like social media? We'd love to hear from you. Mm. <laughs> Because I was just checking some of the stats from my other podcasts yesterday, mm. and then I realised Belgium is like top ten listenership from Belgium from my other podcasts as well. So, oh really? Yes, I don't you know must have about, some but... like core fans that have like listening to just your content. Uh, no, it's you as well, Mo. <laughs> They've come over from Collect the Bucks. Yeah, I'm just a sidekick. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we co-host the show. We co-host the show. <laughs> All right, so are we moving on to news? Yeah, let's let's do the news. Okay, so for this week's news item, what I wanted to bring up was the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of talk around it recently because um, each time I listen, because I still listen to the Joe Budden podcast, I know you don't, you're not really a regular listener um, nope. since they moved over to Spotify. But basically, there are rumors that they are leaving Spotify um, as they end, um, they they come to the end of their current contract. So Joe Budden himself has been hinting um, that the partnership with Spotify is soon to end. Um, he's told us, the listeners, to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel for f- um, future updates. Oh. He's also said on the show which actually shocked me I think it was last week he was um saying to advertisers to get in touch directly with him 
to discuss the future. Um, and also all of them just keep counting down to their final episodes on um, Spotify. So it's kind of hinting that maybe talks have broken down with Spotify. And then I also wanted to just throw in one other thing. Um, there was a little kind of like hint of maybe some kind of um, issues or trouble when Spotify acquired the Joe Rogan podcast for record um you know, record amount of um, dollars, I think in the millions. So it was, well, it was estimated a hundred million. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Gosh, yeah. gosh. Anyway, there was, there was hints that that maybe has um, contributed to like the, the animosity between um, the Joe Budden podcast. And oh, okay. So, so, so Joe's just like me, always looking at the other side of the table. Yeah. Like, what are you doing over there? I want what they got. You're like, but your table's different. I don't care. <laughs> what would they have so okay I, I, that would make sense and uh, my brother on my other podcast did mention that um spotify need to bring a good heap of money and chuck it on the table for for joe budden because he's such an important figure in the podcast world and i i told him that he's not necessarily no i don't think he is in in the community that he's important in which i would say is the the, the, the black community or the urban community i know people don't like that term but i can't until you find something better for me then that's that's what we're gonna black. use because 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 it's not just black though that's the thing um it's not just black hip-hop Okay, there we go. In the hip hop community, Joe Biden is important. Yes, his podcast and his voice is important. But outside of that hip hop community, it's not. So that is just a just uh, a segment. I would disagree with you there. Ooh, I, I'd I'd really disagree with you there because his podcast, I think, is still I think top ten worldwide, um, and it's only available on Spotify. So. Yes, but then it's top ten in Spotify. No, I think they they their numbers are up there. Worldwide. Okay. So I, I I would hazard maybe I'll do some research. But I'd hazard inside Spotify, inside the app, yes, Joe Biden is definitely top ten. But outside of the app, I would I would bet money that he's not top ten. Okay. Maybe we need to let's let's look at the numbers and come back next week on that particular point but yeah okay i disagree with you on the fact that i do think his voice is important outside of like hip-hop i think he's got a really popular show and i've also joe Biden was one of the first to get that exclusive deal with a podcast platform and move um his audience so a lot of people have argued that he's brought a lot of um, new subscribers to spotify and also opened up spotify as a destination for podcast listeners as well so he's like, that's, okay i've brought value to your platform yes um you know i see you've got a hundred million to give other people cool cool great story Yes. I'd be like Joe. I'd be like, okay, where's my hundred million? Where's my money? As much as I, I see Spotify as the overlords and they're taking over this thing, okay, we, the they are they are doing it the right way. So what you do is you bring in that person, you mm-hmm. bring in his value. Hopefully, you try not to make him disgruntled when he leaves or if he or she leaves. You don't want to have a beef with somebody, but you make it a limited thing. So it's a year, it's two years, it's a hundred mm-hmm. episodes, wherever it is, and then that's once that contract's gone, you're punters will remain because like we said the whole point is to get them used to the app and then sticking on the app so um if they listen to joe budden on spotify now they listen to this and they listen to that and they listen to whatever podcast they want on spotify like you said you you migrated to spotify because some of the podcasts you listen to went over there so you decided to limit us listen to all of them over there you are now not going to leave spotify just because joe budden's gone because some of the other ones that you listen to all or all the other podcasts you listen to are there Maybe and including Joe Budden. Joe Budden's podcast is probably if it remains on other podcasting apps, could I mean it, it might not if he has a problem with them, but it could still remain on Spotify. So then there's no incentive for you to leave. So uh, there's no reason I have to give you extra money. To, why? The only thing I would say is that um a lot of just looking on like, you know, Twitter and looking online a lot of um, Joe Budden listeners, they have said they have subscribed to Spotify Premium because Joe Budden's podcast was there. 
So they're like, yeah, when you're ready to go, we're ready to go as well. So I just think it will just be interesting to see how this plays out because mm. we've seen, I, I know you're not, you're not convinced, but you know, let me land, let me land. Um, oh. It will be interesting to see how this plays out because as I said, we've seen where the big platforms have acquired talent exclusively now we get to see from the other side where okay those contracts are coming to an end and what the next step looks like so you know does he go to like revolt which is owned by um, pdd and are they gonna you know start up a competitive platform does he go to tidal does he do a deal with apple we don't know so it'll be, it's, it's just interesting to see how this will um kind of like play out especially for us podcasters because it is going to have an effect on how we move as well it I is think. interesting yeah if he goes to another platform like you said the title or revolt that that mm. perked my ears up I, I didn't really even think of that but on terms of spotify I you don't you, you don't need um a subscription a paid subscription to listen to his podcast so that's neither here nor there as much as spotify want as many subscriptions as they can get the, the long game for the podcast i don't think is for subscriptions it's for advertising yeah but he did have like um um one of those you know those code things like you know if you want to subscribe enter Joe. but that's just to, that is just to bring you into the spotify world so for instance like i said i don't listen to spotify that I, don't was have for a, the I don't have a spotify subscription i yeah. do okay all right let me finish <laughs> let, let me land now <laughs> I don't listen to Spotify. I don't have a subscription. If I did listen to uh, Joe Biden and I was willing to follow him, then why not get the free subscription to Spotify for three months? So then I'm now locked in. I've got it for three months. If I decide to continue after the free subscription, then that's great. Wonderful. But if not, I'm still going to be there for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. If Joe, if Joe Biden leaves, like I said, there's two ways he can leave because his podcast can still remain. It's if he chooses to take it off that service, then he, he would because before he was on Spotify exclusively, he was on Spotify. You could listen to his podcast on Spotify beforehand. I, I feel if he's got some animosity with Spotify, then yeah, they're going to take their podcast off Spotify to kind of show their weight, like to show we don't need you and we're going to take our audience. We're literally going to take them somewhere else. That's fine. But the people are still going to remain. If you didn't listen to Spotify in terms of podcasting, because you're for you, for you, you're mixing podcasting with subscription, and I'm not. They're two different things. If you didn't I, listen to podcasts on Spotify before Joe Budden, and then when the receipts moved, when free shots moved, when Joe Budden moved, you said, "Well, I'm going to go and listen to podcasts on on Spotify." And when Joe Budden leaves, if you continue to listen to podcasts on Spotify, then they don't care because that's what they that's what you were there for, and they've got you now. But that's my point. It's, it's all the ifs. So if there is like a, say, for instance, like a revolt that decides to launch their um, podcast platform and they yeah. have the Joe Budden podcast exclusive and they have the music that I want over there, then, yeah, I'm going to make the jump. Because, like I said, I got into Spotify because they had some exclusive podcast content um, and that also attracted me to subscribe. But I've since uns unsubscribed. I mean, that's because I haven't got the money. But still... My point is, if certain podcasters were to leave, I would be attracted to a new app. And if that app has everything I want, like, I don't know, Apple Music, I've never really looked at Apple Music before. If they, they're now rebranding their podcast platform or, um, and music, they're trying to bring it all together, then I might want to have a look over there if they've got, say, like Joe Budden receipts and others that I like. Anyway, let's, let's watch this space. Can I ask you one question before we... Go, go for it, of course. Joe Biden moves to, let's say, Revolt. Mm -hmm. Because I, I actually want to separate the subscription a, a lot. You keep trying to link it. I really want it separated. Let's mm -hmm. say, so he moves to Revolt, so there is no subscription there. You can download a Revolt app to listen to Joe Biden's podcast. And mm -hmm. then let's say they open it up to allow all RSS feeds to come. And so you, what you find is that 75% of the podcasts you listen to are there. Mm -hmm. now so you can listen to 75% of the podcasts you listen to like you said you listen to a lot so that would be a, a decent amount and then the the Spotify exclusives are on Spotify and they're all there except for Joe Biden who has removed his podcast from Spotify now mm -hmm. would you then decide to listen to all your podcasts sans Joe Biden on Spotify or would you move to Revolt and share your listenership or, or what, what would you do to be honest if 
because I like the Joe Budden podcast, um, it's my weekly dose of misogyny. If I if it was over there, I I think I would be tempted to try a new platform because for me, once I'm in something, I'm in it. So if it's got everything that it's got like eighty percent of what I'm looking for, then yeah, I might just stay there. I like how you turned seventy five to eighty, but okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So pot- potentially you would move. Yeah, and then I would give up your exclusive podcast that you listen to on Spotify. So you're not going to listen to those anymore. Yeah, it depends. It depends interesting yeah only because i think about i was predominantly in apple and i made the move to spotify and now i'm predominantly in spotify for everything so if there's something else that comes up i i'm not i'm not um loyal remember i've got the wandering eye yeah um shout out to chris brown all right so (laughs) i will put that out there to our listenership then yeah the the expod hashtag the expod and let us know would do you move if uh, whichever podcast pick a podcast doesn't have to be mm-hmm. uh, Joe, Joe Budden but if you, there was an exclusive podcast that was on Spotify and that's why you're there and then that podcast left but you you now listen to all your podcasts on Spotify would you stop listening to your podcast on Spotify now like that's that's interesting for me because I don't think most people will I think if Joe Budden goes somewhere they'll listen to that wherever that is but everything else will still be now on Spotify I can't see them moving everything well, let's well, ask the question. We can. I'll make it as a poll on our Twitter. Great. I've written it down, so it's going to happen. Amen. All right. Uh, okay. Last bit of news. Mm-hmm. Or do we have time for it? Yeah, I think so. All right. Spotify makes a play for esports, striking a deal with League of Legends developer. So Spotify has now put more than just his thumb into the to the podcast game they're putting their whole hand they're even trying to bring in new content so what we've spoken about before is finding a very popular podcast and spotify mm. has, has bought them whether they are um whole groups whole networks or individual artists and they've bought them in now they're bringing people that don't do podcasts but they're big in their own individual right and then they're making them come and do podcasts with us and be exclusive with spotify so league of legends is an esports game it's, it's a game that people play online it's very very popular there's millions and millions of people that play it it's there's a big scene behind it as well it's a it's a whole community so now they're saying oh well make a podcast or, or a series of podcasts and do that exclusively through spotify and then we're going to grab all that that esports audience as well so they're, they're trying to move into a whole new field a whole new genre which i don't I mean, don't get me wrong there will be gaming podcasts out there but they are dealing with directly with the developer who can promote you know the, whatever podcast they're doing on the actual games themselves I, I think this is a big move again i think mm. spotify is is doing big things again i think they're just trying to you know take as much of a slice of the market to keep us within that app and then you know advertising as you were saying um just sell us things so mm. yeah but i think it's quite interesting now that like you said they're not going out and acquiring like existing shows that they're trying to develop their own content um in house which i assume would be cheaper um and gives them a bit more control so that would be interesting it says under the partnership, Spotify will create a League of Legends hub that will include music, podcasts, and curated playlists inspired okay. by the gaming community. So yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's it's big moves. I don't yeah. think they've given up on on acquiring people just yet. Yeah, but they're just looking at different avenues, different ways. But they are really forward forward thinking. They are really looking at how we're gonna dominate this field. So even like overlapping that with the Joe Biden discussion for them to let him go it's yeah. um it's interesting as well maybe he was asking for more than they were willing to pay yeah of course of course you know and they've got big plans so you know they're like okay we've got we've got other things that we can fill that space so yeah it will be interesting okay i think that's 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 that on all that stuff then <laughs> okay news is done okay so why don't we move on to our weekly recommendations and podcasting tips so should i go first ladies first okay so i'm gonna start with my tip so my tip this week is to use the headliner app with um podcast grader um so headliner is famous for 
producing, you can use it to produce audiograms to like advertise your podcast on social media, but they have a new um, website called their podcast grader. And it's a good way to almost do like a health check of your podcast. So um, you just put in your podcast feed and your email address, and it basically gives you a kind of like diagnosis or synopsis of things that you can do to improve your podcast. So it's it checks whether your um, show is available on all the major platforms. Um, do you have a trailer? Do you have good artwork? All of that is included in the synopsis. So for me, because I haven't published a show in a while, it's actually told me I need to up my frequency. Um, and also it's encouraged me to link my YouTube channel to my podcast website. And also it's told me that maybe I should look at changing my artwork based upon my episode content, which I think we need to discuss that um, another time in terms of artwork and do you change your artwork based upon your episode um, like mm-hmm. content? Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah but yeah so do go check out um headliner um podcast grader and i'll put a link in the podcast description okay this thing really wagged this figure at you i don't know what that means you've been a naughty girl you haven't oh your youtube <laughs> why is your your app same look oh, come on fix up yeah and it even told me like i need to publish an episode like you know you got loads of content, but you need to be consistent. So I Mom, that was what really are good. you doing? <laughs> I'm, you should put your one in. See you. Yeah, I was wary of doing it, but now that you've, you've given it, because I didn't fully understand what you were saying when you said, I'll oh, do it. But now that you've actually yeah. broken down what it does, yeah. It's I'm like sure it's a gonna, podcast MOT. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to wag his finger at me quite a lot. Yeah. With a few different things. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it says. So, yes, I will do that. I'll give you, uh, I'll let you know how that turned out. Okay, cool. So, my tip is to get your podcast on smart speaker devices. If you have a podcast already mm-hmm. and you're just listening to this to fine tune your own podcast, one of the ways you can do that is to get it on smart speakers. I know it's not the biggest um, avenue for people to listen to podcasts, or if they do, they usually just link it from their phone via bluetooth but it's good option out there to uh, add it on to smart speakers anyways the easy way to do it because you can create apps actually so that you can individually have your own podcast there but you don't need to do that just make sure that you add your podcast rss to tune in ah okay and once you are on tune in then you will work on smart speakers so you will just tell your your listenership to ask uh, tune in to play the name of your podcast so in in for my instance for my other podcast if i say um wake word play esn on tuning that's it okay 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 i think i'm on tuning actually i will check just to make sure but i didn't i didn't realize they had that option that's really interesting actually well there you go now yeah. you know i don't have one of those smart speakers is that like things like alexa and all of that that is correct. Yeah, you have okay. the Google ones, you have um, Microsoft ones, you have yeah the uh, Amazon ones, and tons of people white label Alexa as well. So, hmm. like anybody can build it with that built in. Do you have one? I have more than one. Ah, oh. I'm a geek and uh, geeky nerd. Remember, I have them scattered over my house. I had okay. them before they. Yeah, I remember. In fact, I'm just celebrating five years of um, marriage. And I got my first one on my honeymoon because it, it wasn't available in the UK. So I got it sent from, from Amazon to my hotel room in, in Miami. I remember that. Oh, so wow. Was, yeah, because it wasn't, you couldn't get it in the UK at the time. I'm, so, just, yeah. I'm just always so scared about what they listen to. But your phone's listening anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. Yes and yes, in both cases. I, yeah. I, I'm not arguing with you when people, because some people were like, no, it's not listening. For me, it's like, yeah, there's every chance. Yeah. But then I have one of these special... Um, modems as well that i can track what each individual item that's on the internet is doing so i can actually see my my little alexa thing just going up and down when nobody's saying anything to it uh, okay <laughs> it's, like it's, it's, doing it's so- up to something <laughs> yeah and, and the thing is then i can like i can individually just say stop letting that thing uh do anything at the time yeah. but i don't really so yeah so it is just there listening like what's going on are you arguing you talking over food? Yeah. Oh, politics. Oh. Okay. 
So you're a Labour supporter, are you? Okay, okay. I see. That's Let me idea. send you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. but that's a really good tip, actually. I did not know that. So definitely I will check to make sure my podcast is available on TuneIn. Um, and so, yeah, so people can listen on their speakers. Great stuff. All right. So what's your podcast recommendation, please, Mo? So my podcast recommendation is not really, I normally try to highlight smaller podcasts, but it's actually one of the biggest podcasts in the world. So it's The Read. And the reason why I wanted to highlight them is a lot of people have um, pop culture um, podcasts. They want to talk about pop culture, what's going on and things like that. And I just feel like The Read are um, almost like the template for pop culture and podcasts. They have such a consistent format. You know what you're going to get each week. They have really good um, host chemistry between Kid Fury and Crystal. Um, and they are just so consistent. Uh, they've been going on for, I think, near on or more than five years. And they have, they, I think I can only count like twice when they've missed a week. They are always, every week they have a show, even if they have to pre-record something. Um, but the most recent episode that I listened to, um, Kid Fury, they'd actually missed a week. And um, the host, Kid Fury, actually shared his battle with mental health um, and talked about um, having suicidal thoughts as well. And they were so open to discuss that on their podcast. So, yeah, mm. I just wanted just to highlight the read. It's It's fun. It's really good for if you want to get into podcasting and you want to talk about pop culture, but also I feel like, because I've been listening for so many years, I feel like I have like a personal relationship with um, Kid Fury and Crystal, though that they okay. don't know me. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the podcast myself, but there it yeah. is. It is what it is. It's not for everybody, so it's fine. I've tried. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. Yeah. Because so many people, you're not the only one that's recommended it. And um, I've tried and I just don't get it. But I find like with the read, it's the, it's the podcast that if somebody just wants to know like what a podcast is about, that's the one that I normally recommend the most to like oh. really like new, new listeners. Because it's such an easy listen, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Not ESN though. Yeah, Thanks. that's that's Thanks, second. Mom. Thanks. It's Se- all right. No, sorry. Second. Third. <laughs> wow. Third. All after right. colour out of the box, obviously. <laughs> Actually, maybe fourth after the expansion pod, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I can live with that. <laughs> I can live with that. Um okay, so my recommendation yeah, is a, a podcast called The Manifesto Read. And it started off twenty nineteen and it was an avenue for I guess uh black professionals they hooked up and they wanted to do a deep dive into the uh, manifestos from each of the parties or the main three parties in the uk before their election and the different factors so that whether it's education whether it's um i don't know what's something else that they talk about security stuff like that so each episode was where they, they broke down something on one aspect of the, the manifesto and they compared from liberal democrats to labor to conservatives and um i think they did a fantastic job they got professionals in to come and, and discuss it as obviously the politi- uh, the um election happened they've moved over into season two where they're discussing other things so i'm actually just about to start season two myself i think they're dealing basically with covid19 okay uh, uh so how health and society care in terms of COVID-19, education, COVID-19, macroeconomics, yada, 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 yada. And then they break it down uh, under the, the lens of COVID-19. So for me, I just feel that the conversations they're having are really, really good. It, it's Very um, topical. Yeah. And um, it's not a passive listening for me anyways. I really have to pay attention to what they're saying. And I just find it tremendously enjoyable. And um, so they are not the biggest podcast. So I would like to pick them up. Okay, you always recommend a good um, political podcast, actually. Um, um, yeah, because I don't get my politics from the news. Mm. I, I, so, yeah, there are some things I get on the news. That, well, I don't read the newspaper anymore at all. So I used to get some things on the newspaper. But politics is from the original time when I've been interested in politics, which hasn't been that long. It's only been a few years, maybe five years. It's always been through podcasts. So I've gone through scores and scores of political podcasts and i've got a nice selection now of really good ones okay 
Um, so for all of our podcast recommendations, I've actually started a thread on Twitter so you can see that. Um, so yeah, do go and listen and let us know your thoughts. Great. Maybe I'll cut all that bit out about not enjoying the reading just in case they listen to our podcast. <laughs> Look, you know what? Don't worry about them. It's the Reed fans. Like they are, they are hardcore. They have a very dedicated and loyal core listenership that is um, supports them. You know, at any time. So yeah. So do not upset the Reed fans. They're like the sure? Beehive. Yeah, but I like a bit of drama once in a while. No, you you won't be able to take it. <laughs> uh, you don't think I will? <laughs> Look, if they're coming to fight, let them come and fight you directly. So at Stavros Boss on Twitter, <laughs> don't at the Expansion Pod. Yeah, come for me. I'm happy for yeah, it. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we have come to the end of our show this week. So you can find the Expansion Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Do follow us. Um, I'm actually going to ask a favour. If you are listening and enjoying the show, could you do a tweet or share on Instagram stories? Tag us and we will definitely like shout you out. And rate and review us. Yes, please do. Okay. You're the host, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more. Okay. No. So, yeah, that's it. Until next week. Bye. Bye <laughs> bye. I love an awkward silence. I hate an awkward silence. Don't think that awkward silence is going to remain. I love an awkward silence. I think no. all the awkward silences, I love it. The awkward silence is when both people are waiting for the other person to say something. I hate that. That's going to be gone. I love it. I love it. It's it's part of the podcast authenticity. Yeah, I like it. It is? Yet I'm still going to delete it. (laughs) I think because I'm an awkward person, I just love an awkward silence every now and then. So yeah, it's fine. But I know what you mean. It can be a bit cringy.